0: Hi, and welcome to Permission Slip, the podcast. I'm Michelle Caris, and I'm here to give you permission because maybe you've been waiting for it and the world has been waiting for you. So I've been thinking of you and thinking about all the anxiety, all the worry and the sleeplessness, and I've been thinking about me and the feelings that keep sneaking up and the thoughts that I'm squashing down. And at the same time, I'm recognizing a difference in me in a positive, good progress way. Kind of like a before and after photo that wows. And I want to honor that progress and tell you what I think is at the root of it. But before I do, I want to tell you a little story to set the scene. About 10 years ago, I was sitting at the end of a hospital bed in too much pain to lie down. My whole left side of my head felt like it was on fire while at the same time it was being stabbed with needles. My left eye was swelling shut and I had red welts on my face. I was diagnosed that day with a bad case of shingles that was affecting the nerves on the left side of my head and face and threatening my optic nerve and my eyesight. I had to go every single day for two weeks to the doctor for her to monitor and protect my optic nerve from damage. This was just a few months after being in this same place receiving a pneumonia diagnosis. My doctor came in and said to me, Michelle, I do see patients that I'm diagnosing with pneumonia and shingles all within a few months. But those patients, they're in their 70s and 80s. You?" You're in your early 30s. I don't know what's going on in your life, but you need to take some, some time to seriously reflect and make some changes. It may already be too late for your left eye. I'm grateful to say my eye made a full recovery, but this was a wake-up call for sure. Right around that time, I started to see an intuitive healer, Annalise. Speaking with her gave me a kind of permission to feel into my urges and explore the duality of my life. On one hand, I was the selfless, perpetually guilty mother and wife, a support role. And on the other hand, a woman who desired so deeply to explore that sense of something more that gnawed at me to give way to the urgings to be more than a shadow in the wings of everyone else's life, to harness my unique gifts, cultivate them, and share them with the world, and to honor the divine parts of me that I, was, that I just couldn't make time for. I've heard it said that if you ignore the still, small voice that beckons your attention, that you risk it going quiet. That has never been my experience of that voice. Whenever I'm not listening to what I affectionately call my inner knowing, that voice does whatever it takes to get my attention. And in this case, my illnesses were the physical manifestations of my dis-ease caused from suppressing myself. The stress I was causing myself by living some awful prescribed existence that hardly resembled anything that felt right and true to me tanked my immune system. I wanted so desperately to have the stability of marriage and home and family and I looked outside of myself for what that looked like and tried to replicate it in my own life. But nowhere would I find what was true and right for me and for my family except inside of me but no one told me that and if they did I'm not sure I would have believed them not before this conversation with Annalise and as I spoke with Annalise I could feel the levees holding back the mounting energy until I couldn't hold it anymore and all my dreams and fears and desires and disappointments came rushing out During one particularly energetic moment, I was speaking about how I wanted to integrate who I was. I didn't wanna live this dual life anymore. It was killing me and splitting myself meant I couldn't bring my best parts to either side. I needed to put my parts together. I needed to be whole. But I couldn't seem to break through to a place of understanding with my husband and I was feeling rejected and hurt and me and rejection issues go back to my toddler days. So it was deep. During this vulnerable escalating moment, Annalise said with her ever gentleness, Michelle, I know what will help you. I know what you must do my ears perked up the moment I had been waiting for someone to tell me how to fix my life. Michelle, your energy is like fireworks. It's brilliant and beautiful and explosive and powerful and marks celebration. It brings people together. But for some, like your husband, it may be unpredictable, too risky, dangerous even. What I am suggesting you do is not lessen your energy by any means but bring your energy into focus. As it is now it is scattered and yes it is magnificent but in some ways without focus it loses its light quickly and dwindles away falling softly like ashes to the ground. What I would like you to do is visualize your energy drawn in and focused like the light from a lighthouse. The light from a lighthouse shines brightly and reaches out into the darkness. It beckons people home and offers guidance. It reassures them that they're on the right path and warns them away from danger. Learn to focus your energy, Michelle. Be a lighthouse. And when I inquired further how I might do that, she said, you must meditate every day. Meditate to focus your energy. Meditate to listen to yourself. Now, that statement was met with a great deal of resistance for me. I've tried that already, and it's just not for me." Annalise was quiet, And then she asked incredulously listening to you is just not for you she asked again this time slower listening to you is not for you after a bit of a whoa i admitted that i hadn't thought of meditation as listening to myself and after a few moments of quiet between us came the rush of aha after aha. What was I telling myself by not listening? What message was I conveying to others? I was giving myself the message that I wasn't worth my time. I was telling myself it's too hard to listen to me. I was emphasizing that I'm not worth tolerating the discomfort or allowing the surges of energy I feel while I'm trying to sit still and quiet my mind. I was telling myself I wasn't worth my time. And if I was telling myself I wasn't worth my time, wasn't I modeling that expectation and standard to others? Wasn't I saying my ideas, my dreams, my thoughts, my desires, they're not worth your time either. Rule number one of love, be a witness, show up and listen. I was breaking rule number one, I wasn't witnessing or listening or caring or loving myself and the fact that I spent so much time sick was all the evidence I needed. And so I pushed past my mountain of resistance and forced myself to sit on that pillow. And through dogged determination spiked with a healthy dose of pure stubbornness, I began to find my way through the denseness and into the space of nothingness where everything is possible. So you remember when I told you earlier that I've really noticed a change in myself? Well, that woman sitting on the edge of the hospital bed, she is the before picture. I've come so far from that moment. I am telling you without exaggeration that meditation has saved my life and my sanity over and over again. The benefits of meditation are plentiful and well documented, but I'm going to tell you some of the best things that have happened to me since I began my practice. My sense of self-worth and my trust and faith in my instincts, intuition and knowing have grown exponentially. I don't look outside of myself for the answers anymore. I trust my inner guidance. And on my meditation pillow, I've learned to compost the shit life deals out into mighty good nourishment for the seeds of my dreams and my intentions. I don't tuck away the garbage and let it rot or block my energy. I want a garden, not a landfill, but if I don't allow my feelings and process them on that meditation pillow, then they will turn into toxic wastelands. I have fallen in love with me, not in a self-important kind of way, but in a gentle, sacred, merciful, generous, compassionate, kind, unflinching kind of way. The kind of way that means I will not sacrifice or doubt myself or make myself smaller or dim my light for you or anyone else. I show up whole and my relationships are healthier as a result. Listening to myself has made me a better listener and has taught me how to show up the best I can in that moment without assumptions, without taking things personally, and without trying to change the things I cannot change. I tell you all of this to open you up to the possibilities for you. And I want to take it a step further and share three things that helped me cross the threshold from monkey brain and discomfort to infinite space, quiet, and calm. But I do want to say a quick word about the inevitable discomfort and wild surges you will feel during meditation. You must resist your desire to escape the wild surges and the discomfort. They're the contractions just before something beautiful is born. Sit with them. Breathe through them. Be grateful and excited for their presence and be curious. Be curious about what they will soon reveal. Okay, now it's time for the quick tips. Number one, the biggest thing that helped me was I gave my mind a job while I taught it how to do this something new. I gave my mind a mantra to repeat. My mantra was and still is. I love you. I am listening. I love you. I am listening. After repeating it several times in your head to get a flow, start to slow it down and find the spaces between the words and allow your mind to pause and rest in those spaces when you notice your mind becoming active again move on to the next word continuing to let your mind rest in the nothingness that exists between the words before long you'll find yourself remaining for longer and longer periods of time in those spaces between the words you will find yourself meditating my second quick tip you've probably heard follow your breath just keep returning your focus to your breath there are a couple of reasons for this your breath is a great guide because as long as you're alive you're breathing and since your breath is with you wherever you go it's just convenient the other reason the breath is a good starting point is when you're meditating you are dropping out of your head space and dropping down into your heart and gut space where you're connected to what i affectionately call my divine guidance system think of it as the gps for your life you're dropping down into that space like a pebble dropping down into the water when you follow your breath, you're following it like the pebble from your headspace down into your heart and gut space, helping to focus your attention there rather than staying up in your head. And my last quick tip, if you wanna alternate sitting on the pillow with other kinds of meditation, a meditative state can be accessed in many other ways. Jogging or walking can put you in a meditative zone, and so can everyday house. Health- household activities like like folding clothes or doing dishes the mindful movements of a yoga practice can certainly put you in the zone but so can dancing sometimes even showering the key to accessing the zone is in being present and being mindful and not letting your mind wander off and when it does wander off just bringing it back to the present moment back to your breath, back to the run, back to the dishes, back to whatever the thing is that you're doing. Be present and find the space, find the nothingness where everything is born. Okay, so before I wrap up this episode, let me just summarize my tips. Number one, use a mantra and find the space between the words. This is my number one tip because I see it work for many of my resistant clients. And it worked for me. And I was so resistant. The mantra I use is I love you, I am listening. Feel uh, free to use that one or just create your own. Something simple like that. Number two, follow your breath your breath enters through your head and travels down into your heart space and into your lungs. That's exactly what we want our attention to do, to travel from our heads down into our heart and gut space where all the wisdom, guidance, and sacred love exists. And number three, the zone can be found when doing mundane tasks like folding clothes or doing dishes, not just when we're sitting on our meditation pillows. Being present, aware, and mindful are keys to accessing the zone when we're doing these kinds of things. So look for those opportunities to listen to you outside of your designated sitting meditation practice. And I wanna leave you with this. I cannot quite express just how impactful my time was that I spent with Annalise. It literally changed the course of my life. Through her recommendation to meditate and the visual of the lighthouse metaphor, I have found my wholeness and wellness and my focus. I have become the lighthouse and I am using my powerful, focused energy to help guide others to become fully integrated, whole people, living true to their own divine knowing, tapping into their unique gifts and using those gifts to create the life they desire and serve the collective good. I have never felt a more ripe time than now to dig into your desires, to give attention to your dreams and priorities, and to do the work to integrate all parts of yourself. I also recognize that this time is stirring up a lot of emotion and unease. And for those reasons and all the others and so many more, I really recommend that you start your own meditation practice. Honor yourself and your worth by telling yourself that you care, telling yourself that you are worth your time and your attention by listening through meditation. I hope we can connect further to support one another on our journeys. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Michella Caris where I'll be leading small meditation and mindful moment breaks and having some fun while offering some tips and tools to help you create a beautiful garden out of your life instead of a toxic landfill. <laughs> Hit me up and let's chat about your meditation journey. What's working for you? You can also sign up to receive news, updates, and other offerings from me at michellecaris.com. Head on over. Alrighty, I'm going to sign out for now. In the meantime, before we meet again, be well, friends.